Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to begin with the events unfolding as we watch the release of the hostages and the Israel-Hamas war. There has been a trickle. I think the third load have been released and we're waiting for more. Our guest, as we explore what we're seeing and what it could mean to the analysis of the power of this conflict, Ferry Dekurchov is a fellow of the Canadian Defense and Foreign Affairs Institute and a senior fellow in the Graduate School of Public and International Affairs at the University of Ottawa. Ferry, good afternoon. Thanks for joining me. Good afternoon to you. All right. The hostage deals are always tense. This one is complicated. It's being done in stages, but we're watching the power play right in front of our eyes. What are you seeing here, Ferry, over the last few days? Well, if you start from the beginning of October 7 and the horrifying tragedy that hit, of course, all the kibbutzim of Israel, and you look at the situation today, uh, you wonder how we got to this uh, level right now. But, of course, in between, you've had some horrifying uh, uh, attack against the Palestinian in Gaza with over 12,000 victims, mainly, well, about 60% of them children. So you've got a, a compound set of disaster on, on both sides. And I want to emphasize the both sides. This being said, of course, the, the, the original perpetrator is definitely Hamas, which is a terrorist group. And, and there's a, an international consensus that Hamas should be defeated and taken out. The problem with the, the actually taking out, of course, is the reaction across the world in front of the number of victims on both sides, but particularly on the Palestinian side, given the number of people, the number of persons who've died. So that's, that's the, the background, if I may put it. But then now you've had the, the joy of the hostages being freed mm-hmm. bit by bit, but at least there's some hope. You've seen that little girl that we've all been praying yes. for, who, of course, has lost her parents. She saw them lost, but she's coming back. And I think that's an ex- well, it's part of an extraordinary set of good, good news that came about. The real issue, uh, and let's assume that this very complicated process, which involves, of course, the U.S. and a per- and a mm-hmm. very individual role of President Biden, you've got the Qatari, you've got the Egyptian, you've got the Israeli, and then, of course, you have the other side, the Hamas. So the, what is going on is actually surreal, if it was not real, in a sense that it's quite unique, that this coalition of the willing of people have managed to convince Hamas to start free the hostages in exchange, of course, for also the freedom of some uh, Palestinian that have been stayed in jails without even having had any trial for numbers of years uh, in preventive detention, and some of them are being freed as well. So, so, but, but the key question, as I said fr- right from the beginning, is okay, what's next? Because we're coming to the, the yeah, the and I wanted to ask you if I can just go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to ask you, you know, it gets complicated. You mentioned the emotion. I talked about the emotion as I began the show because we're feeling it. I'm watching the videos. We all are. As you mentioned, the little girl, and we know her, she, her parents aren't there, and we can all imagine uh, 
we're watching this. Is it going to be difficult? And you talked about this very tenuous coalition that making this happening with the the power of the United States as well behind it. Everybody has a lot at stake here. Is it going to be difficult when the fighting resumes here? So now there's pressure on Hamas and there's pressure on Israel. Well, it's, it's, that's exactly the question, is that once all that is over, that is the first series of, of freeing of hostage, unless there's an extension, yet another negotiation going. But considering the time it took to establish this first round, is there going to be a second round? And to what extent is the desire of uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu to defeat Hamas nearly at all costs? Is he going to say, well, n- no more now, and I'm resuming? my bombardment campaign, my killing of Hamas leaders and all of that. This is a huge question because right now you've got an international community who has witnessed what has been going on, the sufferance of the hostage coming back. And as you said yourself, we've all been praying for it. But then can you imagine all of a sudden after these moments of joy, after the horrific killing on both sides, uh, you can imagine the resumption of the bombardment. Yeah, it's going to be very, yeah, it is going to be difficult, but very, I I do want to ask you this here very quickly. As we look at this and the pressure again on Israel and Hamas, Hamas was very clear after these atrocities happened that they've been planning this for a long time. Surely they, they knew they took hostages for a reason. Here they're being used. And so as it unfolds, we have so many things in our mind. Israel says never again that Hamas, as you agrees a terrorist organization. And then we're seeing the power of that planning. There's a lot of conflicting emotion here. But, you, you know, the, the problem we're dealing with, you, let, let's go focus for one minute on Hamas. The problem we're having with Hamas, and it's to that extent I perfectly understand the desire to get rid of them completely, because for Hamas, the more they suffer, the more they hope uh, suffer in the sense of bombardment and that, what that, the more they think that the Palestinian and the Arab community across the world will rise against Israel. And I think that's the, the ideology of Hamas is such that there's no other way than than to defeat them because for them even losing if they if yeah it's a win and they plan this out for them it's yeah. a victory it's they, a victory because then the rising of the Arab world populace against their own regime and against Israel would be a victory now. One of the great advantages of what we're seeing in terms of freeing the hostage is we see humanity. Mm-hmm. And I think that sense mm-hmm. of humanity, I hope, is inspiring everybody else other than, of course, the Hamas. But the question is the day after, if there's a resumption of the war, we're back into the original scenario with possibly, as I mentioned from an Hamas perspective, maybe a growing alarm, a growing Hezbollah introduction, and a growing street of the Arab well rising. And so that's what they're hoping for. So I hope yeah. that Biden, I hope that our Qatari friends who will eventually have formal diplomatic relations with Israel because they don't have them as yet, yet they have played a huge role. Uh, maybe maybe the, the power of the goodwill given Yeah, let's the, yeah. and that, that is that, that yeah. we're going to ride somewhere yeah. on this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 